0: house. We are glad to be together, sort of. Uh, I can see two of you. I can't see all of you, but uh, thank God for technology, right? We're able to be together when we can't be together. So uh, let's join our hearts in prayer together. Father, thank you for this beautiful day in Minnesota. We are sorry for those who have been struggling because of the heat. We pray that you would care for any who have experienced uh, discomfort or even disease as related to the heat. We pray that you would have mercy and, uh, and, and bring us relief. We thank you that we can be together today because of technology. And so we open our service in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's worship together. I
1: see that in my bones are about to move. This will be a new song. We'll do it again when we're actually in church too, because kind of fits the new building vibe, not a (laughs) Zoom vibe. (laughs) This is a.
0: thank you Blake and Steph Stephanie. that's wonderful yeah I love the songs that you did especially the last one that's a powerful song yes really anointed and I uh, took one of the lines I still believe you're speaking that was a new song that you taught us I'm going to say something about that in a minute. I still believe you're speaking because I'm talking today about hearing the voice of God. But before that, just a few other things. Welcome to everyone. I don't see that many. I hope there are more that are are able to see us than yes. I can see. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just check and see here, gallery view, and see if uh, oh oh no, okay now same group uh, so. Uh, Whoops! Well, you can
2: say that way if for you
0: want to. Okay. Oh, well, here okay. we go. Here we go. Okay. Well, see we have. Him? I see. Uh, yeah. Hi, Satchiko, Satchiko and uh, Okay.
2: Yeah, yes, and Laura.
0: And I heard that we had some problems, some difficulties, and, and some may not being able to get on. So sorry about that. I don't see the offering John plate, Rod. so I think we'll wait on that till next week. But do want to pray for one another? I know in the men's group, we prayed for one another for healing and in the women's group. But I'm going to pray a prayer for all of us, whatever our needs are. We'll just include everyone. And I'm going to lift up a prayer for uh, all Lydia House people and any concerns that they have now as we pray. Father in heaven, we are so grateful that you are a God who hears us. You Jesus. listen to us you hear us, you see us, you know us, yes. you know our situations, Thank you. you know our concerns, you know our anxieties, right. you know what worries us, you know what scares us, you know what excites us, thank you, you know us through and Hallelujah. through, so when we come, we don't have to explain every part of the situation, you know us all too well, You invite us to come. You urge us to come. So now we come in the name of your son, Jesus. We ask you to be with the whole Lydia family. We pray for any who are going through difficulties that are just very hard for them to bear. We pray that you would give them hope in the midst of their difficult situations. We pray that they would feel like they're more than surviving. They're actually thriving. And so, Lord, you tell us that in this world, we will have oh, tribulation. We don't expect to have just a worry-free world that without any without any tribulation, we know that we will have that. But we really pray for grace as we go through. We pray for grace for any who are facing especially difficult times right now in our Lydia House family. We pray that you would give them your mercy and show them your love and we stand with them. Yes. We want you to know, people, that we're oh, standing God, so with so you so in your times of need and praying God, for you. And let so us know your needs so that we so can walk so with you praying. in prayer. Amen. Amen. We're, we're in record-breaking heat. I, I know that you know that, that this is breaking records for the amount of days that it's been over 90 in Minnesota, it's record-breaking. So we're hoping that uh, you guys are cool, that you're you're staying cool in the midst of it, and that you're able to survive and to thrive. I think they don't have any. Who, who doesn't? Are some without heat? Steve and Laura don't have,
2: are, I don't think they have, you
0: have it now? Are you
2: okay? Oh, they have it now, okay. They
0: didn't for a while. Okay. Good, good to hear. <laughs> so it says two or three, and I'm sitting here with three. So we're church. No, we're
2: we We're, we're
0: church. More. We're four. I'm sitting here with three. Uh, that means three plus one equals four. Oh, sorry. So Naomi is here, and Grandma is here, and enjoying <laughs> life together with us, and my wife is sitting right next to me. And so uh, we're doing okay with the heat, and we are thriving. And uh, just so you a little update on our situation, we've had uh, so far about 10 people that have viewed our, our uh, property. and we're thankful for that. Gabriel is instigating that. He he's, does on the side uh, uh, realtor business. and so he's taking care of things. And uh, there's some interest in the house, so we're just waiting, and uh, God will uh, provide, we know, the right buyer at the right time. So um, Karen has done an excellent job of making this house where we're at into a home and uh amongst all the boxes yes yeah. we're living uh we don't <laughs> we don't trip over the boxes we walk in between and them living and in uh cases, but. it's it's doable we're oh, having a absolutely, good time absolutely yeah it's so, a beautiful
2: place and anyone's welcome to come over anytime and it's uh just we'll give you a chair even well we'll find a,
0: a chair for you to sit down yes
2: on. it's wonderful
0: yeah so uh, I want to share uh, personally as as I start the message. I grew up in a wonderful family. My dad was a Lutheran pastor, which makes my mom a pastor's wife, and I had five sisters. Three are still living; two have gone to be with the Lord, and they were strong spirit anointed believers. However, I did not know growing up that God had a voice. I knew God heard us because my parents let me know from earliest days that God heard our prayers. So I thought growing up that we did all the talking and God did all the listening. I did not know that God had a voice. And that may be true for some of you as well, that uh, it came later in life that you found out that God had a voice and that he actually spoke. Every once in a while, I would hear someone would say something like that, well, God spoke to me, and I found that uh, a bit strange. Then uh, when I graduated, Well, I I was filled with the Spirit as a senior in high school and uh, spoke in tongues and knew about the gifts of the Spirit. But even then, I don't remember teachings on hearing the voice of God, and I didn't know that God had a voice. There were a couple times that I tried it out, and I think I may have shared this once with you in a message that I was uh, in California and I was thinking of going into Los Angeles. But my car was giving me problems and I asked God a question. Didn't know, you know, didn't, wasn't used to doing that. But I said, uh, should I go into Los Angeles? Immediately I heard in my heart, no. I went, because I thought I was just making that up. I didn't drive the car home. It overheated. God was speaking to me, but I hadn't yet learned to take confidence in his voice, and so I didn't heed the instruction that he gave me, and I didn't drive the car home, never drove the car again, actually, Uh, so I shouldn't have driven it, and God was speaking. Little by little, I came to understand that God had a voice. I was called to San Pedro uh, to work with Larry Christensen, and we prayed every morning at 6 a.m. Karen, you remember I would get up and uh, I would go down, walk down to the church and meet with a group of Uh, There were about five of us men that prayed every morning at 6 a.m. We would kneel and pray together in the prayer chapel. And there were times of silence, long times of silence. I was a little uncomfortable with that. And I didn't know what they were doing. Every once in a while, I'd see Larry write something down. And I didn't know what he was writing down. Like, maybe don't forget to bring home the milk or something like that. But uh, (laughs) he was writing down was what he was hearing from God. I did not know that, because I knew that God listened. I did not know that God spoke. Little by little then, as I grew in the Lord, I came to understand what now I accept as a very encouraging truth that God speaks, and we can hear the voice of God, that God doesn't just do listening, but God's got a voice. And you know that very well now, because we've talked a lot about it. But I'm going to talk about hearing the voice of God, because I love sharing about it. And so the scripture is clear, that God has a voice. Revelation 19, listen, the heavens declare... The glory of God in the sky proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours forth, you know, the next word? Yeah. Speech. And night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out throughout all the earth and their words to the end of the world. That's communication. So God is. A speaker. And we we know of times, a few times, where his voice was audible, very seldom. But do you remember any times when God spoke audibly from heaven? And do you remember when it was and what he said? Feel free if you want to unmute and and speak. Otherwise, I will tell you. Remember at the baptism of Jesus. Yes, this is my... The Father spoke audibly from heaven. Karen's telling me now. uh, What do you say? This is my son This well with whom I am well pleased. My beloved son, he says, with whom I am well pleased. God chose to do what he seldom does. He spoke audibly. He did that again when the disciples were on the mountain. He said the same thing again. This is my beloved son. There were times when God spoke that people thought it was thundering. That's how strong his voice could be. They thought it was thundering. But we know from Scripture that God has a voice. What about Jesus? Does Jesus have a voice in heaven? John 10 says, To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice. This is John 10, verse 3. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought them out, he goes before them and they follow him, for they know his voice. I'll tell you, brothers and sisters, that I am getting to know the voice of Jesus as I know you are. Jesus has a voice. It goes on I know my own, and my own know me. They will listen to my voice. John 10, verse 16. For this reason, the Father loves me because I lay down my life. And then he says it again in verse 27 My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. It is your privilege as a child of God to know the voice of God to know the voice of Jesus. What about the Spirit? Jesus spoke about the Spirit in his Upper Room Discourse, and this is what he says at the end of that discourse. I have still many things to say to you. This is John 16, verse 12. But you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. That's communication. That's Uh words. That's understanding. He will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Verse 13, he will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. He said it twice. All that the Father has is mine, therefore I said he will take what is mine—here's the third time—and declare it to you. The Spirit inside of us declares truth to us. He speaks to us so that we can hear. I did not know as a young man that God has a voice, that the, that the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit— they have voices. There's a, a very, very wonderful story in the Old Testament. You remember Elijah, and then who followed Elijah? Elisha. Elisha, that's right. Elisha. And Elisha once was uh, in trouble because the king of Syria, he said, someone is spying on me. Because every time I try to do something, we run into problems. And the servant said, it's not us. We're not doing it. It's Elisha. Listen to what he says. Verse uh, chapter 6, one of his servants said, none, my lord, O king. But Elisha the prophet tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. <laughs> So, Elisha is spying without ever being there, and he's getting the words, and so they sent horses and chariots because they have to kill him. They go to Dothan to kill Elisha. The servant goes outside, and he panics because he sees this army surrounding them, and they're dead meat. He came back and told Elisha he was panicking, Elisha, what did Elisha do? He did not panic, he prayed. And this was his prayer, verse 17 of 2 Kings 6, then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. Mm This is interesting because we have physical eyes, and we have spiritual spiritual eyes. We have physical ears, and we have spiritual ears. So the Bible says when uh, Paul is praying, he prays in Ephesians 1, having the Eyes of your heart mm-hmm. enlightened yeah. that you may know what is the hope oh, to which He has yeah. called you. So He prays that our eyes are spiritualized, right. not our physical eyes, our spiritual eyes. So right. we have spiritual eyes yes. and we have spiritual ears. And this is the most common verse in the book of Revelation. It's repeated seven times. Do you know what the phrase is? He that has... Ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. You've got to have ears to hear. That's right. And as Christians, we have ears to hear, but we need to hear with our hearing ears. They're spiritual ears. Just like we have eyes in our heart, we have ears in our heart. Uh-huh. And we need to learn, we need to practice listening That's right. with our spiritual ears. Once I learned this, I got so excited about it that I began to give seminars on hearing the voice of God. I did this in churches that had no teaching about it, and I said, here's what I want you to do. I would give them different exercises. I don't want to tell you what I did, because we've done it. Nate and I have done this with you guys. We've said, okay, I want you just to sit still and listen and see what God says to you about you. What does he say to you about yourself? And they say, what in the world? What do you mean what he says to me? No, you are going to hear God speak into your inner ears, and he's going to say something to you. I'm just saying, listen, I gave him pencil and pen, and I said, I'll, uh, we'll take 60 seconds, and then you tell me what you hear. Mm-hmm. So we sat, and I prayed. Sometimes Nate was with me, and we prayed, God, speak to them. We'd get done, and not all of them would write something down, but usually at least 50%. And I said, okay, now share with me what you heard. Some would share, they could hardly get the words out Mm -hmm. because they were crying, because they were, they heard words of affirmation, words of love, words of appreciation, words of thanksgiving. They didn't expect it. And so the others, then they wanted to get in on it because they weren't hearing, but enough of them were that it was working. And I said, okay, now we're going to do something that you may think a little harder, but it's just as easy. I want you to pair up. And now you're not gonna listen for yourself. You're gonna listen for somebody else. So with fear and trembling, they, uh some of them, others were excited about it, but gather together, guys with guys, gals with girls. And I'm gonna, when I say start, All you do is listen, but you're not listening for yourself. You're listening for what God may be saying to your friend. So we did it. And again, I'm praying, God, open their ears. Let them hear. And after a minute, I said, now here's what I want you to do. I want you to share what you heard. I watched people start to cry. I saw people who were on the receiving end as well as people who were on the giving end. They were breaking up as they were sharing. Here's what I heard God say to you. He said that he is proud of you. He said that he loves your personality. He loves the way you are. And people were hearing truth from the Lord about one another and they never experienced that before. And then I spoke to him and I said, God has a voice. And what you just experienced, you can experience every day of your life. You can do it for yourself, and you can do it for others. You can do it in the restaurant. You can do it outside. You can do it when you're pumping gas. Naomi was with me a couple days ago. We were out pumping gas, and as I was driving away, the Lord said, I wanted you to talk to that man behind you who was pumping gas. And I said, well, I'm sorry, I missed it. And I started driving away and I thought, I better not drive away. (laughs) I better. So I came around. I was a little bit embarrassed, came around, pulled up beside him. And I said, hi. He said, hi. And I said, "Uh, I just wanted you to know, I felt like I was to pray for you. Is there anything I can pray for you for? And he said, well, not really, but thanks. He thanked me for stopping. And I felt relieved that I at least went back, because I would have been thinking, uh oh, I missed an opportunity. I think the Lord, I think he's saying now, whoops, I had a chance. I think I was supposed to ask him to pray for me. And had, he would have gotten a blessing, but he said no. And so I I have learned, as I know you guys have, too, that God can speak at any time about anything for anyone. And I've often found myself praying while I'm pumping gas and in other situations Mm -hmm. where I never thought God was a part of it necessarily, but because God has a voice, he can use you to declare his truth at the gas station, at Walmart, with neighbors in all situations. I find that very exciting. Mm -hmm. And so my regular prayers, I have a prayer agenda that I follow, and I'd be glad to share it with any of you. Uh, It's basically four things, praise, repentance, asking, and yielding, P-R-A-Y. And I follow that In my prayer time. So I start with praise and repenting. And then I ask. And one of the first things I ask every time when I pray is I want to hear your voice. Please speak to me. I love your voice. I love to hear from you. So please speak to me for myself and speak to me for my children. So You know that when we get together as a family, this is one of the things that we have done from time to time that we will prophesy over our kids. What a wonderful blessing to be able to speak truth into our kids prophetically from things that God has given us. So Karen uh, wants to share something I was just
2: going to say uh, when we met today as a, our women's prayer time. Uh, we, we had praise to begin with. And, and then I, I really was blessed as people were listening to the Lord and had words and scriptures powerful uh, that, you know, we prayed for each other. Wonderful. And I believe that God is going to continue to do that, give us visions, uh, dreams, uh, usually for ourselves. But he equips us and then allows us to give,
0: give it away to others. That's what caught me, Blake, about that song that you were singing, where uh, I wrote it down, I still believe you're speaking. And so I wanna pause here and open it up because I know that you folks still believe God's speaking. And I want to hear from any of you, you share with us uh, any example that you might have of hearing God for yourself or for others. Um, Go ahead and share if you've got something to share with us about a time when you heard him and it blessed you, or you heard him for someone else. Like I, uh, when I'm at a restaurant, I... I want to I want to bless the the waiters or the waitresses, and I have sometimes given them words. And uh, uh, there's no time when we're not open to hearing the word of God, right? Oh, hearing God speak. No time when when we say, "Well, not in this situation." In every situation, God speaks. So, your turn. Someone, someone share something. First, can I ask a question? you may ask a question. You have last, permission.
3: What's the last thing of the four steps? Praise repentance, asking
0: your prayer. Yielding. Yielding. I
3: knew it was a why.
0: Okay. And so I I say there, God, I yield my attitudes. I yield my sorrows. I yield my joys. I yield my temperament. I yield my My uh, aptitude, I yield my strengths, I yield my weaknesses, I yield my destiny, I yield my yesterday, I yield my future, and so I go through a whole list of all the things that I yield to the Lord. So I'm not holding anything to myself. That's the way I finish my prayer. I I felt I used to feel, well, I wonder if I I did said everything. I wonder if I prayed for everyone I was supposed to. So. I include a whole lot in my list and my praise and asking I have a whole list of, of friends, family, relatives, <laughs> people who are sick, people who are going through things so that I can uh, and then out.
2: and then you pray in the spirit because
0: yeah. we don't always know if we
2: if we've covered everything or prayed for um, all the details that the lord knows about yeah and so i think that's a very big help when we uh, we can be praying the spirit is naomi and i will do that when we're walking taking a walk wonderful uh, when we're driving um you know just to make use of the time
4: and it's it's a it's a wonderful gift god has given us i was going to mention that um i'm sure everybody has their own list like you were saying paul but so often i have to Yield my logic because I want to, you know, I I like things neat and in a package. Yeah, yes. And God so often isn't that way with me because He's trying to get me to let go of that, Uh to yield my logic. Right. And I have this amusing story. I was at Cub shopping and I saw this atrocious sweatshirt in the color of a Mountain Dew can that said, you know, Mountain Dew on it. And the Lord said, Buy that sweatshirt. And I'm like, What? I don't drink Mountain Dew. I rarely even drink Pop. That color is atrocious. And why would I buy a sweatshirt? It's, you know, it was going into the summer nothing about this is logical therefore i'm dismissing this and then later um like it was like 2 days later i talked to matthew and he was in a store saw that sweatshirt wanted to buy it for someone <laughs> and they didn't have the right size ah. but they did in my store ah but see my logic you didn't buy it just ruled all that out because logically there was no reason for me to waste that money on a worthless sweatshirt yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's Good for that, story. She, didn't, she didn't yield nope didn't <laughs> yield no yielding
3: <laughs> but you learned you learned oh. something yeah. You do,
4: you
5: do, and 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 it's it's kind of funny because I was going to bring up something about just oh everybody's probably had this happen where you're driving in your car some you don't know exactly where you're going and you don't have a GPS or something, and I
0: can think of several times where ugh, I've gotten that s- still small voice uh, take a left here, <laughs> yeah. and sometimes I yield and and sometimes I wouldn't. And it's only after you're gone, you know, that was God's voice. Why didn't I listen? You know, it's, yeah. it's so funny. Yeah. And you, it, it, it is a small voice. I mean, that's the, he's not yelling at us yeah. normally. It's not a go no. here. You know, it's, you yeah. got to be in the spirit
1: yeah. <laughs> at all times.
4: So often he's telling us the right thing. We're just yeah. not listening.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but and he's so kind to give this. Lesson over and over again. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. No matter how many times we fail. Oh, <laughs> yes. you know, I'll be talking to. You. Come on. This yes. is. Yeah.
3: Well, I want to thank you, Paul, for that. Um, this word, it's always encouraging. I would. I would like to get better at hearing words for other people, and maybe I do sometimes. But like you know, just being available for that, having that mindset. But um, we, Tim and I were saved in a church where we were taught, maybe not as clearly as this, but you know, people listened to the Holy Spirit and we encouraged each other in that and had testimonies of how um, you know, God was leading and what God was doing and that was normal. But then God directed us for different reasons probably for very good reasons, but we started going to churches where that wasn't taught anymore. And Mm -hmm. we can look back and see, you know, there were good reasons why God had us there. But our kids didn't grow up understanding that God speaks and this is normal. And our sheep, you know, his sheep hear his voice and you can listen to God for very specific things and follow him in very specific things. So the journey that Tim and I have been on for the last nine over 9 years now with the Williams because God gave us a specific assignment to get help with love through having a church come up alongside them as well that hasn't made sense to any of our kids so
5: for that reason for that yeah.
3: They, just, they don't.
5: They can't understand how God speaks to us. Why? How can you say that? That's what God wanted you to but do. But they
3: don't really talk to us <laughs> about it. We just. We just know that they think. We're crazy. Basically, I'm crazy. And um, we. I got a real unexpected punch in the gut from a son-in-law yesterday. That really took us aback. And this is a really healing word because. God is reminding me and telling me, pray that he'll learn to hear the voice of God. And you know, like from look at Moses, when God told him to go speak to Pharaoh, did that work out right away? It got harder for everybody and it, and Pharaoh didn't give in. And it's like, well, sure, Moses, you're sure hearing the voice of God, but he was, you know? So I've known for a long time that the end of this story my kids will understand that his sheep do hear his voice. And I know that this is the lesson that he's gonna teach them. Yes. But it's just like, besides all of the other encouragement you gave, it's really encouraging me today. He doesn't understand. He only is going by logic and he hasn't had that teaching mm-hmm. and that understanding yet, our son-in-law.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, did you want to say something? Okay. Uh, I'm very thankful that I learned it, uh, Karen and I learned it, in time to teach our children. And so they are doing it with their own kids now. They're giving them words, prophetic words, and their kids are growing up in that atmosphere where they know that God speaks and that God can speak to them. Praise so, uh,
3: Lord, our daughter, Claire, though, God did a miracle to get her into this. Um, gap year race with adventures and missions. She's coming back home tomorrow. She's been gone since August, basically. And um, this is where she's learned to hear the voice of God. Welcome. God has done a mighty work in her life in the last.
0: Oh, Maybe yeah. God will use her to get through to her sibs. Yeah. Sins. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else? Feel free to share. This is sharing time. You can share your questions, you can share your concerns, or if you have some stories to tell about hearing God, it's wonderful to hear stories where we've listened, where God has spoken, and we have passed it alone.
5: I have a story I can share.
0: Wonderful. Hi, Andrew.
5: It's a very... Hello. (laughs) It's a very recent story. It just happened last night. Um, so we're living at my parents' house in Coon Rapids now as our house in Rockford is uh, in the process of being sold. So I'd, I went over there yesterday. I didn't
0: you know about that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're we're, we're, we're <laughs> staying with you.
5: Yes. So I went over there yesterday to mow the lawn and uh, I pulled my wallet out and I left it on the top of the van and uh-huh. I mowed everything and then uh, I drove home to pick up some pizza and to meet the girls and I needed to pay for the pizza and I realized that the wallet was somewhere not with me um, but from yeah from the very like get-go just really felt really at peace about it and so I drove all the way back to Rockford and I was just really praying and and that just really felt that God would craft something beautiful out of it and long story short like I believe he'd directed me in that still small voice to like the exact spot on the side of the road which was more than a mile and i was able to recover our the wallet and all of its contents and it was pretty cool so it was really
0: cool i go back a mile and- from where you were sorry uh, well, yeah where he had been more than a mile from where you had been when you drove yeah
5: yeah so yeah. it's encouraging to me because i i go back and forth and feeling confident in hearing god speak and this was definitely like three different descriptives that like i felt he communicated and and laid in my my mind my heart whatever and and showed me the spot so it was really really cool it was beautiful
0: that is remarkable just in time, for to, just
3: in time for us to hear your testimony too mm. <laughs>
0: Way to go! Yes, and you got praise from your wife for that one. She was very (laughs) after maybe some other other words.
5: (laughs) He was really good about it too from the beginning, very at peace. So it was a cool experiment experience.
0: My, (laughs) thanks for sharing. Yeah. Any other stories about about hearing? Uh, it's very encouraging to hear stories of others that have heard accurately from the Lord. Any questions that anyone has before we round it up and? Pray together
2: can i say um you know w- regarding um losing things uh some of you know i <clears throat> went on a trip with my siblings and my uh suitcase that had supposedly my my wonderful earthly belongings uh because we are going on a cruise you know the most special things are in there in, in the carry on that suitcase. That's the one that was stolen. <laughs> and I remember the Lord gave me such supernatural peace that says, you know, that he said, um, well, uh, you're not taking this to heaven. And I, <laughs> I thought, well, yes, I, I do realize that. And, uh, so, so there's some times that you, you won't find the things that you lose, no. but God will speak to you uh, even through that. Uh, and, and then most recently my purse and my um, all my identity you know, uh, was stolen uh, or lost and we haven't recovered it yet. But I wanted to say, thank you, Lord, that uh, the Visa card was not You know, could have been thousands of dollars, Mm -hmm. you know. uh, And and then I I remember at one point I said, oh, my identity, my driver's license, my picture. And then I felt the Lord saying, no, no, that's not your identity. (laughs) I felt like saying, well, duh, I know that. (laughs) But it it was so strong. I needed those two things that the Lord allowed me to go through and I have to be reminded. Those are big reminders yeah. Uh, yeah. that uh, who, who I am. And uh, on the other hand, you've had lot, you've had several times similar to Andrew where you've lost money and things and, and you've found them. So um, thank you, Lord, that you speak to us in, in a variety of ways.
0: uh Phil uh grandma's husband he took out $300 from the bank and um when it, by the time he got home he was uh, riding his bike by the time he got home to our house he had nothing and uh so we had to go out looking for $300. And we looked along the street and we couldn't find it. And I don't know what caused me to get a rake, but I got a rake and I put it down in the sewer. It was six feet deep the drain. and I, uh, it was a drained uh, sewer. And I scraped around, because I saw something that looked like it might be money. I scraped around and uh, it took me a while, but I finally came up with $300 out of the, the drain. So uh, when I, I brought home that money, he was really happy to see it. So God was kind to us. That's what you call dirty money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's close in prayer. And, and uh, let's, let's request, let's thank God that he's, he has spoken to us so often, and let's ask him to please speak to us in the days ahead, and that we would we would listen on behalf of others when we're checking out at the market or whether uh, wherever, that we're ready to speak a word if God gives us a word. Does that sound okay to you? That, that you put yourself in a position it, it could be anywhere it can be in the gas station it can be in the market it can be with a neighbor we're, we're, we're having lots of joy these days meeting our neighbors because we didn't we weren't close to our neighbors in our other house so it's uh, it's been a joy Karen's one of them and I, I
2: have a word uh, right now actually when Andrew you are sharing it and I wanted to share it right away and I um, just hesitated for a second. Uh, but it's nothing to be hesitant about because this is what the kind of the uh, kind of God we serve. When you go out to the mission field, I believe that this experience that you had is for you and Larissa to be able, be able to share with others miracles that are going to happen, other things where God will speak to you or allow things to happen, and, and you'll see the answer. For the purpose of people coming to know you, Lord, we pray that this will um, mm-hmm. encourage them,
0: Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. And so, we, Lord, we do open our hearts now because we want the eyes of our heart to be enlightened and the ears of our heart to be enlightened. We want to get really good at hearing you. We think back of Samuel, who thought he was hearing Eli, and he was hearing God, and the instructions that he was given from Eli is to say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So that's what we're saying. We're saying speak Lord your servant is listening we are listening and i pray that we would be listening at places where we typically don't listen or we shut it off because this wouldn't be the time when you would speak we pray that you would give we would give you access to us so that at any time under any circumstances you could speak your word and we would be poised to hear for ourselves for our families for others in situations where we might not expect your voice to come through, we pray that we would accumulate stories because we are willing to hear and that we would have stories to share. What a wonderful thing it is to hear the voice of God. And so we're asking you today, we wanna hear your voice, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We wanna hear your voice today in the days ahead, throughout our life, and accumulate evidence for a God who loves to speak to those who are willing to listen. We pray this in the name of Jesus.
2: And Lord, I, I see a picture of uh, runners, as that's an analogy you use in your word runners that are running the race. They're not alone, and there are hurdles. There are hurdles. I see them uh, leaping over the hurdles, and I, I do see some. Uh, the, uh, well, like glitches that would be like rocks. Sometimes they're just petals that could trip you, but you're going to run over them. And and if you do sub your toe, the Lord will heal and help you to keep going. So thank you, Father. Um, We keep you in the forefront at all times, Lord. Our eyes are fixed
0: on you. Mm -hmm. And I say to you, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.